Welcome to the Dream Out Loud podcast, where our mission is to help others succeed. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bowen with Five Star Development, and today we're sitting down with Howard Bass. Howard is a motivational speaker, coach, and motivator. He is a graduate of Global University with an emphasis in pastoral leadership. He is also a certified professional coach through Howard Bass Coaching and a graduate of Dream Releaser Coaching. Howard has been in ministry leadership for over 25 years and currently serves as the senior pastor at Metro Life Church in Largo, Florida. He is passionate about helping people discover their greater purpose, successful navigate life transitions, and achieve their God-given dreams. Howard's niche is in his coaching practice, which is transitional coaching, which focuses on helping his clients successfully navigate challenges, transitional states through the personal and professional lives in order to create new levels of fulfillment and success. While Howard is passionate about helping others succeed, his greatest joy is being a dad to his son Cole and his daughter Brooke. Howard and his family reside in Tampa, Florida. How are you doing today, Howard? It's so good to have you on the Dream Out Loud podcast. Thank you, Chris. It's a privilege to be here. I thank you for having me and uh, look forward to our time together today. Yes, sir. Well, that's quite of a bio. It looks like you're a very, very busy man. I got a little tongue tied there at the end, but we see that you're in Tampa and the beautiful weather down there. So uh, we, we, we know about the professionalism of who you are, Howard, but tell us a little bit about some things that maybe our viewers need to know uh, outside the bio form. Well, uh, like you referenced, I'm in Tampa, Florida. So we are struggling in the free state of Florida, the sunshine, the warmth, uh, doing what we got to do here. Interestingly, uh, I, I was born in Atlanta in, in the early 1970s. My family got relocated here for my dad's job. So I'm almost, but not quite a native Floridian. <laughs> and so the, the locals here ding me for that. But I've been here long enough that I'm a Florida boy. Uh, I, as I mentioned in my bio, uh, I'm a husband, a father. I love my kids. So I'm like, I'm a, who is Howard? Howard is a family man. Yeah. I love being a dad, and I am a diehard Tampa Bay Buccaneer football fan. I have loved the Bucs since I was eight years old. Can't help it. And uh, so that's kind of, in a nutshell, who I am. Obviously, I pastor and coach and love doing those things, uh, but I'm most passionate about my family and uh, and about my Bucks. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Family is so, so, so important. And uh, just just hearing your story and, and uh, hearing that you went from Atlanta now to the Tampa area. I moved from Ohio to the Atlanta about the same time you transitioned out. I was transitioning into Atlanta. So it's amazing of how uh, things transition our life. And I remember going through airports and looking at thousands of people and saying all these people will be another place in the world tonight. And so we know with coaching, that's sometimes true as well. People start in one place but we know they're going to end up in a far different place. So what got you actually uh, in, interested and involved in coaching? That's a great question for me. Uh, it was, uh, and not to sound cliche, but it was a journey of discovery because none of my formal ministry training, a background, theological training, education had anything to do with coaching. Yeah. Uh, and so I didn't know what coaching was as a skill or a profession. Uh, I, did, I wasn't practicing it. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe 10, 12 years ago time frame, I just sort of started to discover an interest, like an awakening, for lack of a better word, in my heart. I got interested in it. So I started 
poking around Mm -hmm. and uh, on the internet doing some research, started doing some reading, listening to podcasts. And the the more that I learned about what coaching really was, because coming from the pastoral background, you know, you're a fixer, you're an encourager, you're a counselor, and coaching being a completely opposite dynamic and skill set, what I began to, to, to discover as I investigated that curiosity deeper was that, hey, this, this fits my passion. This fits what I really want. This fits what energizes me the most, engaging with people. So uh, I, I kind of really began to discover, you know, this is a, I feel like this is a calling to add to yeah. the calling that I had in serving people in ministry, which I'd had a lot of background doing at that point. So for me, it was literally an awakening that I had to chase and yeah. pay attention to it, chase it. And the more I did, the more it got confirmed that, hey, this is something that, that I'm called to that I wasn't even aware I had that calling. So in a sense, uh, it, I felt like, you know what, my destiny's coaching me here and I don't even realize that's what's happening until I got to the point where I had that aha moment that yes, I've been called to be a coach. Now I need to take that next step and do something with it. Yeah, that's dynamic. And we know that coaching, of course, takes people from that place of being stuck to unstuck. These are healthy people that are just kind of lost their dream along the way. So how does it feel when you know that you've really helped somebody move from that place of being stuck, that place that maybe they've been dormant? Some people for decades. How does it feel when you ask those questions and move them to that next level? It's powerful in the sense that it's very fulfilling because part of my so part of my personality and part of my passion, uh, even I, I had that all through the early parts of my ministry, I just wasn't really aware of what it was yet, mm-hmm. was that the passion to see people succeed. Yeah. To see somebody who didn't think they could accomplish something, overcome the obstacle and do it themselves uh, and, and really power through that barrier. I realized that, you know what, this, this, this gives me a sense of accomplishment, mm-hmm. of fulfillment personally, because I've helped another human being. Right. I, I have, I have helped fulfill God's design for their life. So that at a real deep level, that was very empowering, but, but professionally, it also gave me a sense of professional accomplishment. Hey, we're achieving something. We are building something. Uh, one of my core convictions that, that I've just had for years is that, you know, that we're all here by God with something we carry to build some every one of us has a calling to build something right and so helping someone as a coach to to do that to make that progress get unstuck and get to a place that they weren't sure they could get to yeah. is a very empowering uh feeling for me as a coach yeah if we had the title of this broadcast i've titled today coaching as an art because coaching truly is an art and you've been talking a lot about that uh, it's something you have to have great passion in. It's something that you have to be able to stay in the moment with your client. And I love the the aspect on the pastor side because I also was a pastor for 27 years and just really found that it's a different way that we learn early years. You know, this was just not a, a, a thing back then that's so freeing today to pastors because we don't have to know the answers. It's simply staying in the moment with our client. So what lessons have you actually learned while coaching others? Oh boy, that is an education in and of itself. Yeah. You know, it's it really is. And I'm so I love to learn. So I'm actually learning things from my clients uh, as I coach them. You know, everybody's got a dream. Even if people are stuck in a way they don't think they do, they really do. They may just not have discovered it yet. So I've learned everybody has a dream. Everyone has value. 
Yeah. Uh, and, and so being able to bring value as a coach to that, uh, those are things that everybody has in common. One of the biggest takeaways for me in my coaching practice has been that when I, as a coach, I've discovered this by experience, when I, as a coach, show my client mm-hmm. that I am present in the moment with them, it becomes a game changer. Yeah. And what I mean by that, Chris, is that, you know, people, if people are going to come to coaching, they're making the investment. They're doing so because they're action oriented and they've realized they need a coach and they're ready to move forward and take that next step. So I owe it to them to realize that what they bring into the coaching conversation in that session is not just there, but all the stuff that brought them there yeah. and all the things they have going on in their life beyond what we're talking about in that moment. So if I can bring a sense of awareness that adds value uh, to my client because they, I'm legitimizing them and the value of their dream. And what I've seen is that when people realize that they've got someone to listen to them who is genuinely present in the moment, yeah, you know, and I think about my own situation, how many times we, we go through conversations or scenarios, we go through our day, we're there, but we're not there. Or how does it impact us if we're having meaningful or important conversations mm-hmm. with team members, family members, others, and, and we sense that, yeah, they're not all, they're not present here, they're distracted, then it, it can devalue what you're trying to accomplish in the moment or bring to the conversation. So for me as a coach, I've discovered that when my clients, by my body language, my questions, eye contact, facial expressions, and you know the, the active listening that we've been so well trained in DRC to do, yeah. uh, it, it, it helps them, I think, get, make progress quicker. Because then, as a coach, I'm I'm adding credibility, an extra layer of credibility to the relationship. Wow, that's awesome. I wrote down a couple of things when you were talking here. One of them is you said it in two different ways. You said staying in the moment and being present in the moment. How valuable is that to our clients when you start talking about staying in the moment with them? Because realistically, I think we know, are we really listening or are we waiting on our turn to talk? Most of the times, we're not really paying attention. So what does it mean and what do you have to do to stay in the moment? Wow, those are powerful questions themselves. So, you know, and for me, I've had to learn this. This was hard for me because as a trained preacher, teacher, born communicator, I was born talking, it seemed like. I always had the gift of gab. So I had to learn to shut my mind and my mouth down Mm. and realize that my opinion doesn't matter here. I'm here for the client. And so to, to develop the skills to actively listen and to train my brain, to turn itself off and put on the hat of a listener. So for me, I do this exercise. Yeah. I, I picture myself mentally putting on a hat that says, listen, and just sit and use body language to reinforce that. Yeah. You know, clients need to know you're there uh, without you're constantly, you know, if you're constantly interrupting, you're not coaching properly anyway. But so I found that for me, uh, my body language, my eye contact, those are little skills that I actually focus on mm-hmm. uh, to help reinforce that because they can read how much is 80% of conversation is or uh, communication is nonverbal. Right. So I have tried to learn to discipline myself. Even when I'm going into a session, I will take a couple of minutes uh, once I've gone back over the client file and looked at everything from the previous session to just settle myself down. And ask the Holy Spirit, for me as a person of faith and a man of prayer, right. to just ask the Holy Spirit to help me to guard my heart and mind yeah. and be there for the client. 
And, and so it's, you said it's an art. It is an art and it's constantly something I have to work on. Yeah. And I think that all of us in, in plans, powerful questions, listening, accountability, neutral silence, even our master coaches have to, there's one of those usually that we struggle with more than the other. Uh, for me, it was listening, really getting that art of listening down for others is remaining neutral because we always have an opinion. So some people may ask today, so is coaching an actual service that we offer and render or is coaching a business? What would you say to that? Short answer is it's both. Yeah. My business of coaching comes from a heart of service. Uh-huh. My core value with it, my vision for my coaching uh, is I'm here to serve your dream. Mm-hmm. I'm here to serve you and your dream. And it's a privilege. So from that perspective, it's a service. Uh, on the flip side, it is a business. So for me, there I have to wear both hats. Yeah. The driving passion is the service side of the house. Mm-hmm. But to do it with excellence, to help my client get where they want to go and achieve the outcomes that they've hired me for, I have to, and to grow my business, I want to be profitable. I want to prosper uh, because the more I, the more that my business prospers, the more people I can help, which reinforces the service passion. So for me, Chris, I see it as both. You got a heart to serve, but building the business will bring the excellence element to it that will actually be more impactful in helping people. Right. And as a pastor, I know that you see the same dynamics, even in pastoring. Oftentimes, especially generations back would say, we know it's a church, it's not a business. But you and I both know in pastoring that there is a business side that has to be a business side of the church as well. Otherwise, bills aren't getting paid, things aren't being moved, you know, and so there is an art of both of those. Uh, So there's a lot of coaching firms out there. How has Dream Releaser Coaching moved you forward? We know that you've launched your own company. Uh, You have your own coaching service now. How has Dream Releaser helped you in that area? I cannot overstate the value that DRC, Dream Releaser Coaching, has been to me from a preparation level. Mm -hmm. You know, I really believe that preparation is the major key to success in yeah. anything you're doing. And so what I loved about DRC when I was investigating, okay, so who, now that I'm going to take this next step and honor this calling to become a coach, where am I going to pitch my tent, so to speak? Yeah. And what, what drew me to DRC originally uh, was the Dr. Chan's name, having been around him mm-hmm. from the leadership side of the house for a number of years, there was a level of excellence associated with his name so I could trust it. But looking at the depth of the curriculum, I realized this is what I want. This is what I need. If I'm going to coach people successfully Mm -hmm. and I'm going to serve their dreams and build a successful coaching practice, I need to be well-equipped. I need to be well-prepared. And the depth of the quality of what DRC offers Mm -hmm. in terms of curriculum and how it, stre- it stretched me. One of the things that I so appreciate about Dream Releaser Coaching going through the program, it stretched me. It stretched me as a pastor. It stretched me as a man. It stretched my thinking to, to actually have to learn to develop new skills and work on some disciplines that were essential and the volume of material in the curriculum yeah. uh, as compared to others. You know, you look at some... Some schools, and this is not to, to, to speak down about any other program, this is just what appealed to me, was the excellence, the depth, and the quality. And, and I figured if it's going to take me 
a year or so yeah. to go through this, I'm going to be well prepared yeah. as opposed to maybe taking the quicker route with shortcut yeah. uh, and spending a weekend somewhere, but then I'm on my own. And how, how in depth am I going to be prepared? Yeah. Our, our co-founders, Dr. Sam and Dr. Brenda Chan have always had such a heart for people. Uh, but in this stage of their life, especially through coaching, I have just seen so much as the executive director of how their passion to help others succeed has just been astronomical. And they do that through the art of coaching because they really do want to help people succeed. So without breaking confidentiality, um, maybe some of your clients that you've had in the past, what are some of those aha moments that you've had with your clients? And that's something that for those that's maybe not in a coaching program doesn't understand that. But as coaches, we know and we live for aha moments. Well, so across the board, regardless of who I'm coaching, what their dream or goal is, mm -hmm. there is a you can see the moment in the eyes, on the face, the, the posture. Yeah, uh, there's a when somebody gets it. Aha. Yeah. They've had that breakthrough that moves them into the next level of what they're going after. They're no longer stuck. Uh, one of the big things, and if I could just put it in this terms, I can see a new sense of confidence yeah. on their face. And that becomes a key to actually helping them maintain that aha moment. I, uh, I had a client not that long ago that I was, she's a first time author. And I was coaching her to get her book out of her head yeah. and to the publisher. And uh, so real quick story about that. We were she's not making a lot of progress because of distractions. And once we were able to nail down the root issue mm -hmm. that was keeping her stuck being boundaries, once she saw that it was like a light bulb went off and Everything changed from that moment on. I could see it in her face. It stands out so clearly. Just she, she actually began to tear up a little bit, but mm. they were happy tears, and she began to smile while she. And and from that moment on, ideas began and creativity began to flow with her. And the conversation actually started going that direction. And I remember the next session that that we came into after that event. As soon as we turned on the Zoom camera, that's a whole different lady sitting in front of me. And man, and 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 from that moment on. Chris, it just totally took her progress. She was able to complete her book in three months. Wow! And uh, in fact, she, and she's you know reached out recently to give me some feedback about it, and and just still energized from that one aha moment. Yeah. And it's, like you said, as coaches, we live for them and helping a person discover what they haven't been able to see. You know, we don't give them the answer; it's in them. Yeah. And helping them get clarity on that—that that clarity becomes a key that literally launches them into into a place that maybe they weren't sure they could go so i, I just love seeing that happen the confidence the courage yeah. and and the movement that comes out of that yeah and the art of coaching of course of knowing what question to ask and that's just simply staying in the moment it's not like we have it pre-scripted it's not like we have it written out we just stay in the moment with our client and boom there it is so tell us some of the most significant uh ways that coaching has affected your life personally it has transformed my thinking mm -hmm. previously. And, and I want to unpack that just a minute. Previously, I had thought like a fixer. Mm -hmm. I got to fix people. I got to fix problems. And there's, so there's a whole mindset with that. And when I was going through DRC training, 
One of the biggest areas I mentioned earlier that was stretching me, it stretched me as a thinker. It, it, it identified places in my own mindset where I was thinking incorrectly mm-hmm. or I wasn't thinking big enough or I was maybe thinking linear when I needed to think holistically. And so it really just began to transform my mindset. And what it's done practically is it's made me more aware of my need, not just when I'm coaching somebody, but when I'm in the scriptures devotionally or preparing a message, right. when I'm having a conversation with one of my children or my neighbor at the dog park, to ask better questions in a different way. And that every, and, and, and so, and I'm, it's a constant work in progress, but that every conversation to an extent can become a coaching conversation so I can impact people in a two, three minute conversation right. that you leave them better than you find them. I don't mean that to sound cliche or hokey, but that's just a passion that I've got. But what I found myself before the mind shift that this DRC and coaching has helped me make, yeah. is I find myself wanting to tell people what they ought to do. Uh-huh. And and so this is really in the the most practical, dynamic way. This is the biggest way coaching has changed me personally. Wow. That's, that's amazing. And I think coaching, you can't go through the program. And even if you just go through the program not to become a coach, coaching will transform your life if you go through yes. the education piece of it. And so that that's dynamic. So we realized that somewhere along the journey with Dream Release or coaching that you develop a thing that we call the niche or the niche. And that is that thing that we really specialize in. Now, a lot of people say, how do I develop that? Mine particularly found me. Uh, other people, they have to really undig and find out what it is for them. So tell me a little bit about what you feel like that you've discovered with your niche. Well, I mine has been a process to get to. Mm-hmm. In, fact, in fact, when I was in track four and we were having to identify our niche, I was more stressed out, Chris, about that than anything else yeah. in any of the other tracks. Yeah. Because I couldn't nail it down. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I said, okay, I'm just I'm gonna be a whole life coach and just coach people. But what's happened since then is uh, I began to notice the patterns in my own life and in other people that I'd helped either as a pastor or as a coach over the years. And that came down to people tend to get everybody has transitions that they go we go through personally and professionally. Right. If you're human, you're gonna go through transitions. Right. And that the I, I began to see it in my own life and see patterns with other people that would come to me. And it's like, you know what? That's my niche because transition, wh- whether it's big or small to every one of us, it introduces a sense of chaos. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing a transition does is chaos. And so helping people identify either recover order or discover new order, something new that wants to emerge out of that began. I just, it's like, man, I've, this is a passion for me. This is where I need to hang my hat. So I really love helping to work with people who are going through transitions in their life, whether it was sudden or gradual, and helping them work through what I call the four C's of transition, chaos, courage, confidence, and creativity. And so no matter who we are and what level of transition we're going through, those four things are always an element of it. Right. And so I love working with people who, especially if it's an unforeseen transition, that's really tough working through those inner barriers, helping them discover courage. They didn't think they had recover confidence and create, discover what wants to, what new thing can I create out of this? 
or what can I become as a result of this transition that I'm walking through? Now, what I, the other thing I love about that is it, it kind of, it's a big, small niche because mm-hmm. everybody goes through transition. So I can help people on a career level, a family level, right. at a business level, uh, in their journey of faith. You know, I can do some discipleship coaching in that, but really focusing on the transition part of it. And so that's become a real passion for me. And that's where I'm focused right now. Wow, that's fantastic. So if you're tuning in today, we're sitting down uh, with an amazing life coach, and we want to just make sure that you guys at the end of this show get his information. Maybe you're going through a transition in your life, and you need somebody to help direct your path. You need somebody just to ask those powerful questions so you can go properly through transition. Transition was never meant to destroy you. It was to move you to the next level. So today we're sitting down with Howard Bass. And he is that transitional coach for those of you that are deeming that service or needing that service today. We're going to give you his contact information in just a few moments, but we want to make sure you connect with him. So uh, what makes you passionate about coaching somebody? Say maybe they're going through a transition in their life. What makes you really passionate about helping them make that proper transition from point A to point B or point X to point Z? Well, you know, one of the things that, and I've heard Dr. Chan say this, it's like, I can identify with this, passionate to help people succeed. Mm. And so often in life, you, you, when, especially with a transition that is unexpected, if it's a tough one, people can feel like their opportunities or potential for success has been taken from them. Yeah. And so for me, it comes back to, listen, you were created to do greater things, Uh, obstacles and challenges. You know, if you look at the biblical heroes, all of them had major transitions right before a great door would open. Right. And so I'm, I coach from kind of that principle, that model. Mm -hmm. And, and so it is, my passion is helping people realize that, that this is the beginning of a new beginning. And how, how can we discover that? What new wants to emerge that when creation was started, uh, we're introduced to the opening scene in the book of Genesis, there's chaos. Yeah. Order came out of chaos. And the, and the beautiful thing about that is when we can coach clients in that space, yeah. we become partners of hope for them. Yeah. And hope, it's, it's been said, hope's the oxygen soul, but it's also the jet fuel of visions and dreams. Yeah. And so seeing people break through that and then begin to build something, it drives me. I'm very passionate about that. And I love it when people do something that they weren't certain they could do. Wow. You remind me of a story, of course, in the Bible with Joshua and Moses. And of course, you know, Moses was the end of one era. Joshua was the beginning of the next. There was a transition of going from Mm -hmm. the desert into the promised land. And there had to be a transition piece there. So that's that's dynamic. So one of the things that our co-founders, Dr. Sam and Dr. Brenda Chan, like for us to end our episode with is to have all of our guests that come on to DOL. Dr. Brenda wrote this acronym a number of years ago, and we like for our guests to just simply share with our audience today a dream out loud moment. Can you share, can Howard share that moment with us and dream out loud? Sure. So my, my right now dream is I recently began the process of writing a book uh-huh. on how God takes broken people and turns them into champions. Mm. And so my my immediate dream is to have that book both as an ebook and a published book by the end of this year. And so I just and I'm just laying the groundwork for that. Uh, a little bit bigger picture is my 
my big dream is to build a media yeah. company uh, that will be internet based, that will bring the, the art of coaching with biblical dynamics yeah. to the current culture that can serve both secular and the sacred space with wisdom that will really help empower people to succeed. And part of that will be a podcast. Part of that will be a website. And, uh, and then dreaming beyond that, I haven't gotten there yet, but that's the big one for right now. Yeah. You know, the fun thing is we always end every episode with this and we're always interviewing coaches and, and business owners and those kind of things. And every single time, no one has ever said, well, I haven't really thought about a dream. Everybody knows a dream. And I think that when we ask our clients about dreaming out loud that we have, sometimes they're afraid to share them because they're afraid that they may look silly or sound silly. But you know what? We as a coach really help people dream out loud. And I know that's what the chants have done uh, through this coaching program for the last almost 13 years now. So I know that you've inspired so many people, Howard, today, and I want them to be able to get in touch with you, especially those that's listening to the podcast today here at DOL Podcast. We want you to be able to reach out. If you're going through transition, this is the guy that can help you move through transition. He's got a magnificent uh, coaching program, and it doesn't matter if you're in Florida. You can be in in uh, um, Beijing. You can be in, in India. You can be in California because coaching works uh very easily. It's very easy to transition over. So why don't you give them a way that they can connect with you today? Sure. Uh, first is the website is simply howardbass.com. Uh, you can get a real feel for what we do there. The, the heart of my coaching practice and partnership. Uh, also on Facebook, everybody's on Facebook these days. Yeah. Uh, you can connect with me. I'd love to interact with you there at Howard Bass Coaching. Very simple. Uh, so the the website is howardbass.com and on Facebook, uh, Howard Bass Coaching. Uh, if you want to reach me directly through email, it's Coach Howard B as in Bass, Coach Howard B at gmail.com. Awesome. So there you guys have it. If you're going through a transition in life, you don't have to go alone. We have people that are trained that can really help you move from the place that you are, that place of being stuck, that place of maybe being dormant. And now we want you to move forward. So reach out to Howard. And I know that he will be able to help get you to that next place in your life. Howard, it has been an honor and a joy to have you on the Dream Out Loud podcast today. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to encourage those that's listening to the podcast today. And we hope to see you again soon. Thank you very much, Chris. It's been a real pleasure and joy to be with you and your listener today. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Well, we hope this podcast with Howard Bass has helped you to DOL. We thank you for joining us today. And to learn more about Dream Releaser Coaching or to find out about other products and resources that you heard about today, you can simply visit us at www.dreamreleaser.com. And you can hear us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We'll see you next time for more inspirational topics to help you to DOL on the Dream Out Loud podcast.